On today's episode of Locked On Pirates, we got a little bit of post-game action as the Pittsburgh Pirates have swept the Milwaukee Brewers to stay undefeated in the month of August. We're going to recap last night's game and today's game on today's episode of Locked On Pirates. We're also going to talk about some bullpen strategies for the Pittsburgh Pirates and what the plan is in terms of that as well as just anything else that's on my mind about the Pittsburgh Pirates, about specifically this team might start being fun again down the stretch of 2022. I am, of course, your host who does the most, Ethan Smith. Hope you all are having a phenomenal Thursday, August 4th. I know you guys are because the Pirates, again, are on a three-game winning streak after defeating the Milwaukee Brewers and sweeping them three games out of three. Also, thank you for making me your first listen of the day every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or on Twitter at Locked On Pirates. This podcast is available on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, and of course, YouTube, where you guys have been absolutely smashing that like and view button lately and the subscribe button on the road to 400 subscribers. My name is Ethan Smith. Let's get into today's episode. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, two days, two walk-offs, and the Pittsburgh Pirates are riding high. My name is Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates podcast. Hope again you all are having a phenomenal Thursday, August 4th. Pirates are undefeated in August, and it's really starting to be fun to watch this baseball team play lately because they're winning games, they look fun, the offense is coming alive, the pitching is doing its thing, everything is firing on all cylinders after this team lost seven straight last week. Last night, we'll start with last night, the Pittsburgh Pirates were in a battle. Yuri De Los Santos up 7-4, to four, gave up the lead 7-7. Seven to seven. They get out of the ninth inning with Will Crow um, coming in relief, who ended up, I believe, picking up the victory. And Brian Reynolds sent one into the Pittsburgh sky, the Pittsburgh night, majestically against Devin Williams to get the walk-off win last night, 8-7. to seven. Of course, this was Tucapita Marcano's first game back on the big league roster where we saw Yoshi Tsutsugo be DFA'd. He had a phenomenal game, 3-for-4, 1-RBI. Brian Reynolds was 3-for-4 last night with 1-RBI and 1-walk. Key Brian Hayes and O'Neal Cruz were both 2-for-4. Key Brian Hayes with 3-RBIs, O'Neal Cruz with 2. I will say it, I will keep saying it, and I will drive it into your head. The more that Brian Reynolds, Key Brian Hayes, and O'Neill Cruz produce, the better this baseball team will be. It is simple math. It has worked out, and the Pirates are better off when those guys do well. Again, you look at the combined stats from the game last night. They had seven hits. I mean, <laughs> six RBIs. All of their averages are coming up. Key Brian Hayes, 247. O'Neill Cruz, 218. Reynolds, 255. Even Kevin Newman got in on the action last night, one for four. He's batting 279 right now, which leads the entire roster right now. But not only was this series impressive for the Pittsburgh Pirates in terms of sweeping the Brewers, but you look at the gauntlet 
of pitchers they had to face here. You face Corbin Burns on Monday. O'Neill Cruz homers off of him. You win 5-3 to three after a crazy sixth inning. You then face Freddie Peralta, who came off of the I.L., Yesterday, he pitched a pretty solid game for the most part, uh, when, with all intents and purposes. But the Pirates clawed back after falling down four nothing in the first two innings. They scored two in the third, two in the sixth, three in the seventh, and then the walk off in the ninth inning. This team continues to fight. I know it's not a good baseball team by any measure of the fact. They're forty three and sixty two. They're nineteen games under five hundred. But what you're seeing now with the designation for assignment for Yoshi Sutsugo is you're now starting to see this team take a step forward towards that youth movement that we saw a few months ago. Do I sound like a broken record when I say this? Yes, but I'm emphasizing it. Guys like Tucapito Marcano, O'Neill Cruz, Bly Madris, Cal Mitchell. I'd even throw Tyler Heineman and Jason DeLay in there. I know they're not young guys, but getting these guys quality at-bats in high-leverage situations is what the Pirates need to continue to do. They did that last night. They did it today. They went 5-4 to four in 10 innings. They rallied once again. Of course, the Brewers took a 4-3 uh, to three lead in the top of the 10th inning with the Ghost Runner, which, God, I hope they get rid of it next year. I'm so over it. But... These are the kind of series that I think the Pirates, when they do start contending, are going to start looking back on. Why do I say that? Because not only did you just sweep a division rival who just so happens to lead a division, but you swept a division rival at this point where the Pirates, again, with the lineup they threw out there, you had Marcato, Reynolds, Gamble, Hayes, Cruz, Madris, Allen, Mitchell, DeLay, with Michael Chavis getting a pinch hit um, appearance in there. But you look at what happened in this game. Marcano, Reynolds, Gamble, and DeLay were all two for four. Every single player that got in this game, except Cal Mitchell and Bly Madris, had a hit. Reynolds, uh, Marcano, and Gamble were the top three in the lineup. All three had RBIs. All three had walks. O'Neal Cruz had a walk. Greg Allen had a walk. Greg Allen had two runs. Marcano and Reynolds added runs. You're starting to see the top of the lineup do much better. Marcano, again, up to 269 on the season. If Jack Sawinski figures out the strikeout issue and really brings that power dynamic back to Pittsburgh when he comes up, that Adam Frazier trade is starting to look a whole lot better for the Pittsburgh Pirates, especially if Marcano continues to play like this. Not only is he playing well offensively, he's playing well defensively. He's doing things well for the Pittsburgh Pirates in every facet of the game. And again, I will say this. The fact that Josh Van Meter and Yoshi Tsutsugo were on this roster over him is a travesty. And I'm very happy that they finally decided to push back to the youth movement. I mean, again, Ben Gamble, not a very young guy. Greg Allen, not a very young guy. Jason DeLay, not a very young guy. You look at the rest of the roster, though, Reynolds, veteran, your star player, best player on the team. Key Brian Hayes, eight-year contract, future of the team. O'Neill Cruz, future of the team. Madris, project. Uh, Mitchell, project. Then you go to the pitching side of things today. Zach Thompson got hit a little bit. Five Ks, three earned runs, four hits, and four and one-third. But again, the bullpen continues to do well. Eric Stout came in. One and two-thirds, one hit allowed, two Ks. Johan Ramirez made his debut. One inning pitched, one hit allowed, two Ks. Colin Holderman, two innings pitched, one hit, no earned runs. Dwayne Underwood, no earned runs. 
you love to see it, dude. I love seeing this bullpen do well. Halderman's ERA down to a 174. Underwood down to a 377. Stout down to a 257. Man, I get really, really hyper when I see this bullpen do good things. And it just makes the team better. Especially when the offense, which had 12 hits today, backs it up. But we're going to go a little bit more into what the bullpen is going to look like with David Bednar being on the shelf for a while. But I wanted to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. There are two parts to this business, wedding jewelry, like engagement rings and bands, and everyday fine jewelry, like diamond jewelry, cocktail rings, gemstone necklaces, etc. Of course, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, fine jewelry is unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as a setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring because each ring is one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your uh, forever peace and go to BlueNile.com today. So again, the news came out yesterday that Johan Ramirez would be coming up to the big league roster in lieu of David Bednar being injured. He will be on the 15-day IL with back discomfort. So that leaves an interesting dynamic to what this bullpen is going to look like during that stint. And we're getting a taste of it the last two nights. Of course, you saw Will Crow get a save in there and a win last night. You see today Colin Holderman and Dwayne Underwood come in. It's really hard to gauge what the bullpen is going to do just because there's so many guys that don't really have roles that are set in stone, I would say. Will Crow is kind of the middle guy. He kind of either comes in in relief late or in the middle Gives you about one or two innings. Even Holderman went uh, two innings today. Eric Stout even almost went two innings today. It's going to be an interesting group, I think. And you look at what the roster looks like right now. Pitcher-wise, you have Manny Benuelos, Tyler Beatty, JT Brubaker, Will Crow, Chase DeYoung, Yuri De Los Santos, Colin Holderman, Mitch Keller, Johan Ramirez, Eric Stout, Zach Thompson, Dwayne Underwood Jr., and Bryce Wilson. It's a young group. There's only one, uh, one, yeah, one guy on that entire group that is over the age of 30. That's Manny Benuelos. Of course, Eric Stout is the next closest at 29, along with Tyler Beatty, and then Zach Thompson and Underwood are in that 28 range along Chase DeYoung. So it's a young group, but it's a young group that's played well. It's a young group I think is going to mesh well, and I think you're going to get a heavy dose of Yuri De Los Santos, as we saw last night. I think... Will Crow will probably be the anchor of the bullpen. Dwayne Underwood Jr. is a guy I thought might get moved at the deadline, but the Pirates held on to him. 
for good reason with the control that he has. It's going to be a collective effort. And then you look at the other side of things. I mean, you look at the catcher situation. You have Taylor Davis and Jason DeLay. It'll be interesting to see what Taylor Davis can add to this team. You then have Michael Chavis, O'Neill Cruz, Key Brian Hayes, Marcano, Newman, and Van Meter. And then Allen, Gable, Madris, Mitchell, and Reynolds rounding things out on the 26-man roster. So, realistically, what I think you can expect over the next couple of weeks or even in the next week or so, I think you will see Josh Van Meter get pushed off. Um, off of this group, I think he will be designated for assignment, which would then probably convey a Jack Sawinski or a Travis Swaggerty call-up. And then near the end of this month, of course, we have September call-ups. That's where I think you're going to get to see a guy like Michael Burrows, Diego Castillo, or Swaggerty, or whoever gets called up, finally rejoin the roster and see what happens. It's all kind of up in the air. But also, the main point and case that you want to make with this team right now you want to see these young guys play. You want to see what they can do. That's what they're doing currently. You're starting to see these young guys get into the way of how Major League Baseball works. You're starting to see the hitters face Major League pitching. You're starting to see guys like Gary De Los Santos face Major League hitting, which is something that is a very invaluable piece that you have to do in this league. You have to make sure that these guys are getting the experience that they need. The bullpen. This is the perfect time to do it without David Bednar. I'm looking for guys like Colin Holderman, Yuri De Los Santos, Johan Ramirez, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. to step up. I'm looking for these starting pitchers to step up and give the Pirates five, six good innings of baseball so that the bullpen doesn't have to overtax itself because looking ahead, and we'll preview the game tomorrow, or uh, we'll preview on tomorrow's episode about Baltimore, but you're going to have Mitch Keller pitching on uh, tomorrow, then you have JT Brubaker, and then you have, I believe, it's Bryce Wilson. You want those guys going deep into games, especially against a team that's a surprise, like the Baltimore Orioles, so this bullpen isn't taxing itself so much and throwing arms out. Because I think with the David Bednar injury, I think that the front office also realized that they have to manage these guys a ton better than they have. Why do I say that? Well, you can't exactly have your closer throwing three innings in a game. You can't have a lot of these guys throwing that much because of the fact that their arms or their back or anything that's sensitive to the body of a pitcher, their elbow, their back, their wrist, anything could go wrong at any point in time if you don't use them correctly. So even if David Bednar comes back, which I do expect him to come back at some point this season, I expect them to use him very differently. I don't think you're going to see him come in in the eighth and the ninth inning. I think you're just going to see him coming in the ninth, close things out, face three or four batters, get out of games, get the saves, get what the Pirates need to get done, and move on. So one of the things I want to see from the bullpen is stuff like I saw today. No earned runs allowed getting strikeouts, limiting the walks, limiting the hits, even if you give up the hits. Get out of those situations. Get out of the situations that matter. Keep your leads in ball games. And the offense, for instance, as I kept mentioning, I wanted this offense, and one of the goals I wanted them to take into August was hitting the baseball better. They win the game on Monday with only four hits and five runs, but in all of these games, what was the common denominator? They scored five runs or more. Yesterday, they scored eight runs, 12 hits. Today, they scored five runs, 12 hits consistently do that as an offense. If they can like consistently do that as an offense, the Pirates will be a much more successful baseball team. They're 43-62 and 62 right now, and we're going to get into what I want to see for the rest of August and what I expect to see over the next couple of weeks. But before we get into that, today's episode, of course, is brought to you by the wonderful people over at Built Bar. 
If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Are you ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and your family. It will be the perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty and chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So, 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 so good. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar, and grab yourself a Built Bar today. So go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your order when you invest in the best protein bars on the planet. So again, things are looking up for the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Again, (laughs) the record sucks. It really does. The record is not something the Pirates fans probably enjoy uh, seeing. It's not something they probably enjoy talking about. It's not something that they really want to think about. Take each game, game by game evaluate game by game, but also evaluate based off of what a player has done over the course of time. What Marcano is doing right now, what a lot of these young guys are doing right now, is very good. It's good for the team. It's good for the baseball in Pittsburgh. It's good for a lot of different reasons. But you want to see it consistently. You want to see if these guys can produce like this over the course of a month. You want to see if these guys can produce like this over the course of two months, three months, a whole season. There's going to be moments with this team all the time where they're going to struggle. It's just how it is. This team is going to struggle a lot down the stretch. Struggling doesn't mean you can't win games like you saw on Monday. Struggling doesn't mean that you can't see growth from guys like O'Neill Cruz and Tucapita Marcano and Cal Mitchell and Yuri De Los Santos, Mitch Keller, the whole pitching staff as a whole. If the Pirates can replicate what they've done in this Brewer series, for a good part of the year, they're not losing 100 games. I'm, the, I'm here to tell you this team is not losing 100 games. I don't think they do. Take a look at the rest of their schedule. The Orioles. The Orioles have a winning record. They're a better baseball team than the Pirates, but I'm not saying that they're not beatable. The Pirates can beat the Orioles. Then you head to Arizona, a sub-500 team who's been in the rut. The Giants, another team that's in a rut, below 500. The Red Sox are right at 500. The Reds are below 500. The Braves are going to be a struggle. Phillies are going to be a struggle. The Brewers, you just proved you could beat them. The rest of this month is going to be very interesting to cover because I think if the Pirates go into Baltimore, take one out of three, maybe even two out of three, 
go in Arizona, maybe take one out of three, two out of three, or the Giants, maybe take one out of three, two out of three, then Boston, then you move back home for a lengthy homestand where you're facing Boston, Cincinnati, and Atlanta. Is it crazy to think the Pirates can't win 12 more games this month? Is it crazy to think they can't win 10 to get to the 53-win mark? If the Pirates are over 50 wins by the end of this month, they're not losing 100 games. I love. I would love to see this team get to the 69-win mark or even the 68-win mark. I'd love it. I'd love to see them avoid 100 losses. It's something I think they can do. Why? Because you've moved on from crap like Yoshi Sutsugo. You're going to eventually move on from crap like Josh Van Meter. You've moved on from crap like Keith Hembry. You've moved on from crap like Jared Eikhoff. You moved on from a lot of different things. As they say in life, as they say in sports, as they say in everything, sometimes it's just time to move on. For the Pirates, it's time to move on from being in this rebuilding stage. It's time for them to take the next step. It's time for them to start seeing some progress with this team, which we saw this this opening part of the week. Start taking initiative. Start really chomping at the bit and doing well. Start winning baseball games. Start getting these young guys in high leverage situations that matter. Go into 2023 knowing some of the guys you have. Fill in the holes. I'm looking at you, Nutting and Charrington. Fill in the damn holes on this roster. Like, extend the bullpen. Get some starting pitching depth like you have in recent years with Quintana and Anderson. Get a catcher. (laughs) Get maybe a first baseman if you want. Get another corner outfielder. And then you're talking, dude. And I'm not saying 2023 is going to be a year where the Pirates contend for a wild card. I'm not saying they're going to contend for the division. I'm saying they're going to be a much better baseball team. If you had to look at the standings right now and where I think this team will be in 2023, I think they're going to be in Boston, Boston's territory. I think they could be in... What's another good example? They could be in Giants territory. 51 and 54. If the Pirates at this current moment were 51 and 54, Pirates fans would be jumping for freaking joy if they were 51 and 54 right now. And I'm here to tell you at this point next year, if they have 50 wins, you take it, dude. If you're 53 and 53 or 50 and whatever, at this point, August 4th, 2023, you have successfully done what you were supposed to. Because that means Quinn Priester's probably up. That means Henry Davis is probably on the way. That means Leover Piguero is probably up. That means Connor Scott could potentially be up. That means Michael Burrows has cemented himself in the rotation. That means Keller, Brubaker, Thompson, and maybe even Bryce Wilson have done good things. That means you've added to the roster and made it a better competitive roster. That's what the Pirates need to focus on for the remainder of 2022 getting to the point where you can field a competitive roster day in and day out. They've done it at certain parts of the year, but what did you let get in the way? Ignorance. You let $4 million of ignorance get in the way. You let a guy from Arizona who has done absolutely nothing good for your baseball team get in the way of a youth movement that you have to wonder if O'Neill Cruz was up all year and they just did this youth movement all season, you have to wonder where this team would be. 
You want to know where I think they would be? I think add four or five more wins. I think they're in the 48 to 49 win mark. Is that crazy of me to say? Not sure. But this is also what I'm expecting too. Keep playing the way you did in Mil- against Milwaukee here. Go into Baltimore. If you play like you did against Milwaukee and you lose a couple of games, whatever. At least you're being competitive. I want to keep seeing this offense produce. I want to see the bullpen continue to play well. And I want to see the starting pitching take the next step forward and give them five to six quality innings with Bednar out. That's all I have to say on today's episode of Locked On Pirates. My name is Ethan Smith, of course, the host of this wonderful Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. You guys are absolutely amazing. Of course, on tomorrow's episode, we'll be previewing the series against the Baltimore Orioles and Camden Yards, the weekend series. Be talking about the keys to victory in that series. And of course, any other news coming out of the Pittsburgh Pirates world. Make sure you go check out Locked on MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully. He's covering everything from the trade deadline to everything going on in the world of baseball, past, present, and future. Guys, my name is Ethan Smith, your host who does the most with a mustache. Pull out the brooms. The Pirates have swept the Milwaukee Brewers. And with that said, guys, I will see you on the flip side.